Moving right along. Yesterday, we brought up the Avos idea, right? We spoke a little bit about the Avos idea and why we start this Masechta with the whole Kibbal Torah, Misina, Nesor thing, and we tried to link the two of them, right? In a way to show that when Hashem ripped open the universe at Har Sinai and, and, and showed us the truth, because also we saw Enod Milvado at Har Sinai, we saw the entire universe naked. We saw the whole thing, all the underlying machinery, we saw everything. Right? It literally killed us. It was so intense. One of the things we saw was this Masechta. Okay? was man. And so it says it's very Yisrael, therefore every true thought that anyone ever had or will have about man was part of that revelation and is here. And it can include it in this thing. We pointed out, maybe not Mokrach, da-da-da, but certainly he said it. So that's a, that's a tall order for this Masechta, right? And for the Shear. Oh, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble now if it's... Uh, that. So the next thing that people concern themselves with, I'm not going to go to uh, Seder because it would take forever and a lot of it would be very boring. So I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, what's the word? Drunken gear change. What is this? Drunken gear change? Clunky. Clunky gear change. I'm going to clunky gear change and then just share with you the things I feel will be uh, on point and uh, relevant. What? Yeah, I'm gonna do some. That's <laughs> not nice. No, I. Okay. okay, you got me. Yeah, Damn. You're not supposed to come to both shears, okay? Very good. The next question that everybody has. This whole book is Torah That's the problem. The book itself is Torah Tidbits. He's not quoting people Kaseder, right? It's a problem. That's a problem. I'm with you. You're going to defend me? Yeah. Of course. The structure of this is probably a lot harder to crack than the structure of code. Because it's, it's, it's one guy talking, doing his thing. If this has such a great structure of how each one builds on the other, then okay, fine. It's going to be much harder. I hear. Yeah. So you're making me feel better. Also, the book was written as Torah Tidbit, so I can't help it. Right? He's not doing one guy all the way through. Right? He's not even quoting the same guy for everything. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Okay. The next question everybody has is, after the Ovos problem and why we're talking about our Masora of Kabbalah Satora problem is that you're messing up the words, right? We have Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai, and then you have Masara Yeshua, right? And then he gave it, right? He received it, and then he gave it over, and they gave it over, and then Yeshua to the Zakam's and then again it says in the VM, gave it over to Hanchik Nesagadola. So it's a double gave it over, and you skipped saying gave it over in the middle whole section. And then and then from then, it's Kibel again, right? And then you go back to being Makabel. So you're talking about receiving it, and then you're talking about giving it over, and then you go back to receiving it, and you unnecessarily mentioned giving it over a second time. There's a lot of problems, and I assume you guys are all familiar with the Mishnah, if you're not, so you should get familiar. Uh, so what's with the switching between Kibel and, and, uh, and Moser? And additionally... What's with the Moshe of Kibbutz Torah Misinai? Okay? I would accept one of two things. Either Moshe of Kibbutz Torah from God would be good, or Moshe received the Torah at Har Sinai would be odd, but still somewhat accurate. Right? Moshe of Kibbutz Torah Misinai, uh, that's not going to go. Okay? Nuh-uh. Is our basic kasha. It's one of the seven moves. The Ramchal is nuh-uh. Moshe Kibbutz Torah Misinai, no, he did not. 
Okay, Besinai or Me Hashem would be good. Misinai, not so good. Okay, so we need. Right, yeah. That's the most Kabbalah problem, right? Either stick with giving it or stick with receiving it. Why are you switching from receiving to giving and then back to receiving? Why are you talking about Sinai? Get out of the Sinai thing. We don't have to do with anything. That's even weird, right? It feels even better. But the truth is, we're so used to this expression. I mean, people that are used to expressions in Pirkei But Moshe Kibbutz Torah Sinai Masarali Yeshua Yeshua is the King of the King and everybody you rattle it off. But that said, literally doesn't make any sense, right? You're so used to it, so you feel like it makes sense, but it doesn't really. It's not Besinai. It's all the English translations. That's basically how they. Uh, it comes from Sinai. You get it from even in English they do it from. It's not from Sinai, really. From the time of Sinai, from the event that was, it's a weird way to say it. And for sure, there were way easier and more accurate ways to do this. They're making a move. The town is making a move. Okay, with all this Kabbalah, Mesira, Misina stuff, it's uh, it's making a thing. Good. Okay, I asked all four kashas. Very good. Okay, you're taking notes. Four kashas on the table. Oh, come on. What, the nut, huh? That was all different ways? No, the kasha was why switch from Kabbalah to Mesira? Okay. Why say Mesira twice? Yeah. Why talk about Misinai and not me, right? And not Hashem, and why talk about Misina and not Besira? Okay, that's really what, three, we'll call it three questions. Okay, the Misina word. Excellent, so, says the, <laughs> very good, the guy, whoever this guy is. Those of you unfamiliar with my uh, jargon, when my brain's thinking, and, and I, it makes my, sometimes my brain's thinking, and it makes my mouth make noises to hold you people off, okay, while it thinks. Okay, you guys do it also, you probably do it with uh, or something like that, right? Where you're still thinking about something, but your brain needs to keep the crowd <laughs> present. So you make noises to hold, to really indicate you're still going while your brain catches up with the, it's, it's right? That's straight up what's happening. So mine is, I say, says the. So says the, when you hear me say says the, it means I'm not here, <laughs> okay? That's just the noise my, my face makes when my brain's trying to figure out what to say next. <laughs> So you can catch it. It's amusing, right? It like a you guys will not have a says the, but a lot of times says the couldn't possibly end with anything that's going to make sense. Sometimes I could jump right in. The chovo says the, but a lot of times it's me. So what am I going to do then? Says the uh, me, right? The bolel. I can, I can do it. Anyway, so now you can laugh at me every time that happens. I've given you a gift. A gift. Excellent. So the basic approach that is taken by a lot of these Rishonim uh, is is a few uh, the, the, the easy one is that when I talk about something receiving something if I say for, if I say I received uh, something from you so the, the focus that they want us to have is on the receiver right Meaning that this interaction was really defined by the capacity of the receiver, right? Meaning I receive what I'm capable of receiving, not everything that you had to give. Whereas when I say you gave it over, the indication is that you gave over everything you had to give. It focuses on you giving it over, right? That is the, 
the shift that uh, people are probably familiar with some of these things, right? These are famous Hirutim. Uh, now, there are people who say the opposite, just for the record, which is confusing, but this seems to be like the mainline uh, approach. Uh, good. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, find me another place where they contrast Kibble and Moser, and maybe we'll, uh, we'll apply it. So, Oh, this is another question they answer. So therefore, when I say Moshe Kibel, what I'm saying is, is that he didn't get everything. Ah, I like this one. Right? Hashem, if I say Hashem was Moser, gave it over, that would indicate that everything Hashem had to give over, Moshe Rabbeinu received. And that's not true, says these Rishonim. Okay? Moshe Rabbeinu received what he was capable of receiving, which is an awful lot. Okay? He did good. But... Not everything that was there to be received, so to speak, which is, uh, yeah, exactly, right? It's an infinite amount of material, but the thing is, he already, anyway, but this is what, this is a big, that's a very big thought to have, okay? It, it, it's an easy limud, right? It's an easy thought in the sense that, yeah, okay, kibel means that he didn't, it's based on the size of your cup, not how much uh, beverage is in the thing. I get it. But now we're saying that the Torah, Hashem didn't give Moshe the Torah. Okay? And I'll prove it to you. First of all, it says Moshe Kibel, says Rishonim. It also says, what, what is the phrase, Moshe Kibel? Torah, not HaTorah. Say the Rishonim. He didn't get the Torah, because if I say the Torah, it would imply that he got the Torah. Because that's what the Torah means. He got Torah. And also, that would not the Kibel, most of the things. Right, it would be a problem. If I, but it's all fitting together. If I say that he taught me Torah, I'm indicating that he taught me some, right? We got Bamatziah, we got something, whatever it was. If I say he taught me the Torah, indication is the Torah. So I, so I, say, I don't say Hashem gave it over because that would sound like Hashem gave everything he had to give, which is not true. And I don't say Moshe's Kibel HaTorah, which would indicate that Hashem gave him the whole Torah also, which is also not true. And because this is true, says the, 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 oh, you got it, so fast. Whew. Come up with a new one. The Midrash Shmuel, I could have saved that one, guys. That's why it didn't say that Hashem received anything from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, because it's not Lichvoid Hashem, he says, to indicate that we got... If you talk about Moshe Rabbeinu getting it from Hashem, and we know that what Moshe Rabbeinu received was a limited version of the truth, it would reflect badly on Hashem if you would claim he got this from Hashem. Okay? I don't want to say he got it from Hashem, because the product that we got is not really fitting for when I think about Torah and Hashem, it's not, what we have as Torah is not, it's not so mechubad to associate that with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, because Torah by Kaddish Baruch Hu is way more than the Torah that we have. So I don't want to say you got this from Hashem, because then it's like, you know, you got your Casio watch from the whatever, right? It's not, come on, it's not a, no offense to Casio watches, but it's not, that's all you could handle, that's all you could afford, whatever it was, but it's, I don't want to associate the name of that store with the Casio watch, because it's not mechubit for the store. So I quick switched the phrase. I was, it's like, uh, 
Mea Kodesh Baruch Hu, I said, no, I, I, I'm using Sinai as a, as a, a reference to Hashem. Okay? I didn't want to say Mea Kodesh Baruch Hu because it sounds like this limited Torah that we have is Hashem's Torah, which is not really true. It's our bit of Torah that we got from the Torah that's Shach to Kodesh Baruch Hu. So I'm not, so I, and which is also why I'm not saying that it's Bessinai, because if I said Bessinai, then I'm just referring to where, where it took place. Right? You don't get this point. I wouldn't be referencing. Really, I'm saying that he got it from Hashem. I just don't want to use the shame Hashem because it, this reflects a little bit badly on God. You understand how crazy what we're saying right now is? Right? This is all very technical, limudi kind of stuff. Right? He said Kibel because it means you only got part. And that's why uh, uh, it only uh, it says me Sinai. Right? I use like a little euphemism for God. Like he got it from the mountain. He didn't really get it from any mountain. But I, I don't want to say he got it from God because that's this is what God had to give. This thing. Look, the Torah. We're talking about the Torah, Zevi. The whole Torah that we know. Zois Hatoyra Asher Sam Hashem Lifnei Moshe. That whole thing. We're saying. I don't really want to associate Hashem with that. It's, that's not hot Torah. That's Torah. We got Torah at our Sinai. We got Torah. Do we get hot Torah? No. We got whatever Moshe was capable of bringing down. Okay. Which is uh, has anyone ever thought of this like this before? This is a very uh, big thought to have. No. Oh, the second stage. Okay, right. We're gonna get there right now. Okay. What happened? No, that's fine. That's it. This is a very contradictory step. That means what? You can't have that. Like what Bolo said, you can't. There can't be a reason that Moshe didn't give it all to us. Oh, good. So that he's gonna say the opposite of Bolo. They're gonna say the opposite of Bolo, right? They're gonna say that so Moshe Kibbutz Torah Sinai, the whole sentence is structured to indicate that what we have, what we call the Torah, is really just Torah, not the Torah. It's our piece that we got. Uh, Moshe Bain was able to bring, and for us, that's what we need, we're assuming, right? If we needed more, then probably Hashem would have rigged it slightly differently. But is this, is the truth that we have the truth? No. It is true, but is it the truth? No, it's not the truth, it's truth. The truth will always elude us. Always. Always. If you guys listen to your Sukkot Shurim, Always. It's not a problem. It's just how it is. That's how it is. Even Moshe Rabbeinu, the truth eluded Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay? And so he brought us what he was capable of receiving. The absolute truth, not going to get it. That stays by God. And this relative truth, so to speak, or this limited truth that we have, we didn't really want to associate that with God so much because it reflects badly on the Creator. This is all you had? This is what you had? This thing? Why, why do we say Zoy then? Okay, I don't know. Good questions. Okay. Yeah, read the rest of the sentence. Yeah, look at that. Says the Jacobson. That was, uh, he did it. Okay? That, that is point one they want to make. And then when we switch to, to Masra, is that he was, he was successful in transmitting everything he got to Yeshua. And that process continued till the Anshak Nesagadola. The Torah as a whole was able to be transmitted generation to generation. The whole Torah that Moshe Rabbeinu got was able to be transmitted from generation till the Anshak Nesagadola, which is the end of the Nevi'im, it's the end of the prophetic 
period, it was able to make it. And we say, we say an extra Masra at the end for the, the finale. This was the last Masra, right? That even though a lot had changed by the time we got still, they were able to do it. And Anshan Hezagadola, that was the last time even HaTorah Shesam Moshe happened. From then, we're getting fragments of the fragment. So it's not Zizatorah. From that point. Oh, interesting. So now even we have, here, your kasha's back. I love it. Okay, but from then, we've been receiving what we're capable of getting from what the previous generation was given. Okay? There was never a full Messiah again since Anshan Hezagadola. If you think about how many generations it's been since Anshan Hezagadola, Right? The, so it seems like we have a lot of Torah because we have all these bookshelves full of things, but we're at, a, we're at a fraction of a fraction at this point, even of the original fraction that Moshe Rabbeinu got, right? According to this Mahalach, that's where we're holding now. Seems big, right? Seems like a lot. It's more than I'll ever see, but the more than you will ever see. And you look at the, the Gemaras, the guy's saying, what I got from my Rebbe was like a dog can drink out of the ocean. He said that was how he compared what his Rebbe had received and what he had received is I was able to take a few licks out of the ocean. I don't know why a dog. I was able to take a few licks out of the ocean of what my Rebbe had. That's how fragmented we're talking. That's like, it's not like a little step. It's like massive. Can you imagine what the Torah would have been? Yeah. They're saying about their own Rebbeim. And they're saying, you know, if, there, if our predecessors were Malachim, were people, and if their people were donkeys, right? They're like, they're, if you don't take it as, uh, as just, you know, polemics or whatever, like, if they're being serious, like, wow. Can you imagine what people were and what knowledge was and what Torah was back then? You can't imagine. You literally cannot imagine. And all of it says this Mishnah coming after the beginning was still just a fraction of what the truth actually is. Right? Which is a, a, a very nice way, I think, to start any Masechba. Right? But for sure, uh, this one. Okay, so we'll pick up tomorrow with the beginning of the actual uh, Masechba itself. Yeah, the Anshik Nesagadola. Shka